and welcome to Fenella and Simon's Jazz on a Summer's Day. I'm Fenella Fielding. I'm Simon McKay. For the next hour, we're playing you some of our favourite jazz music. To say jazz on a summer's day, it sounds evocative. Well, we called it that because of the film Jazz on a Summer's Day, the one about the Newport Jazz Festival, 1958. We both knew this film. In the mid-80s, I rented the video from a shop in Hartlepool, and round about the same time, you saw it at the cinema. At Notting Hill, at the Gate Cinema. Ah, and when we talked about it, it was the same performer that came to mind. Anita O'Day. It was her picture that made the magazine covers after the show, and she's quoted saying that it was the best day of her life, although she did say she was probably high on heroin. Well, there had to be a secret ingredient. <laughs> we need to hear. Anita O'Day singing Sweet Georgia, Georgia Brown. <laughs> Can't 
named her Georgia claimed her Sweet Georgia Brown No gal made shade Sweet Georgia Brown Day with Sweet Georgia Brown, recorded at the 1958 Newport Jazz Festival. Never heard it done like that before. Never. Wonderful. She gives a very stylish, controlled performance. And I'd forgotten that she looked like that. I remembered the hat, but not that pretty little face. Yes, lovely face, but what an outfit. Yes, think that's smashing. You know, it's surprisingly long for a not long frock. Very tight in places. Absolutely. And the hat and gloves. Amazing. Not too many feathers in the feather department (laughs) either. Easy to go mad with feathers. I had a dress like that once. It was so tight at the knee I could hardly walk in it. I lived in Hyde Park Square then and I had to get up four flights of stairs. I thought if I undid the dress at the back it would make a difference. I think I was a bit diddly. But it didn't make any difference. It was the knee-to-ankle department (laughs) where I had to develop a technique really rapidly. Four floors. Is this when your friends used to say, nobody arrives at Fenella's flat with a smart remark on his lips? That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Anita O'Day isn't easy to follow, but maybe if we serve up some strange fruit? Ah, Billie Holiday. Mm. Billie Holiday the Great. You only need to hear her sing one note. You know who it is. Instantly recognisable. So, it's Strange Fruit by Billie Holiday, which is, simply, one of the most powerful stories in popular music. Let's 
gallant south the bulging ass and the twisted mouth scent of magnolia sweet and fresh then the sudden smell burning flesh here is a fruit for the crows to pluck for the rain together for the wind to suck Strange fruit. That's marvellous. Fascinating. The backing really is backing. There's hardly any of it. Totally unobtrusive. So you hear just what it's about. Yeah. Hugely political. About someone being strung up for being black. A brave song to sing. Especially then. People get a shock when they hear that. Mm. The simplicity of the backing throws you onto the lyric like mad. You couldn't not have a reaction to it, even if it's simply you don't want to hear it. Doesn't beat about the bush. It's very accusing. Mm, it resolves beautifully as the voice and guitar figure come together. And I like the very loud trumpet. It's probably louder than the voice. Uh, on the subject of trumpet and voice, Chet Baker. Yes. We found somebody else to comment on Chet Baker for us. It's Nigel Anthony. I was in a show with him... And the two of you got talking at rehearsal. Hmm. Well, you told me he was a drummer and a jazz enthusiast. So during the coffee break, I told him we were planning this show and I mentioned Chet Baker. Nigel recalled how Chet Baker was photographed more like a film star than a jazz player. He had rather sort of large amounts of hair sort of off his face and, and a kind of... Um pouting uh, um, sort of sexuality, rather like Elvis Presley or somebody, although he was a jazz musician, you know. So I think people found him photogenic and they liked the idea of this uh, possibly James Dean type who actually also played the trumpet and was a good trumpet player and singer and singer. Like a lot of the jazz greats, Chet Baker's well known for his problems with addiction. But there's Nigel Anthony telling us something nice interesting about him. Mm. Let's listen. From 1958, Do It The Hard Way. Do it the hard way and it's easy sailing Do it the hard way and it's hard to lose 
Only the soft way has a chance of failing You have to choose I tried the hard way when I tried to get you You took the soft way when you said we'll see Darling, now I'll let you Do it the hard way now that you want me soft way when you said we'll see darling now I'll let you do it the hard way now that you want me Chet Baker do it the hard way oh I love this number the way he handles it I love his very light approach. He sounds so wonderfully nimble and he's giving you very hard advice, which is very easy to take. <laughs> he's talked you into it. <laughs> he is very convincing. So is the piano. This is something about jazz. As well as the feeling put across by the singer, there's often something remarkable about an instrument. There are some great collaborations in jazz. Names just linked together. You've got someone in mind? Cleo Lane, Johnny Dankworth. Uh-huh. Yes, let's bring them in here. You were in shows with Cleo. We were together in this wonderful musical called Valmouth. Her character was Mrs. Yajnavalkya, and the other characters in the show went to her with their problems, and she solved everything by singing at them. <laughs> that would suit her. She's quite the straight talker. Oh, yes. We went to see Cleo, and she told us about her favourite singers, Billie Holiday, Sarah Vaughan, Ella Fitzgerald, and how she tried to learn from them but not try to imitate them. To be herself. She had a great story about meeting Ella Fitzgerald. 
in the toilets. We had to work at um, Birdland in um, New York, Harlem, John and I. And he said, well, but I wasn't supposed to be singing. But he said, uh, do you fancy singing a song, Cleo? And I said, well, yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't be bad. <sighs> sort of shuddering. <laughs> but uh, so I sang um, Old Devil Moon. Afterwards, I went to, went to the loo and um, Ella Fitzgerald was there in the loo and uh, washing our hands and so on. She said, you've got good legs, haven't you? <laughs> and that was all she said. The lovely Cleo Lane. She's about to solve all your problems with Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Gosh, oh, get up. How they get so lit up, gosh, oh, get up, how they get that size, oh, golly gee, when you turn those heaters on, woe is me, got to put my cheaters on, jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those peepers, oh, those weepers, how they hypnotize, oh, where did you get those eyes? Did you get those eyes? Tell me how they get so lit up And how did they get that size? Oh, golly gee When you turn those heaters on Whoa, it's me I've got to put my cheaters on Gosh, oh, get up, how did they ever get so lit up? Gosh, oh, get up, gosh, oh, get up, how did they get that size? Jeepers, creepers, jeepers, creepers, where did you get those great big peepers? Jeepers, creepers, jeepers, creepers, where did you get those eyes? Where did you get those eyes? 
Cleo Lane with Jeepers Creepers. Out of all Cleo's recordings, why did you choose that one? It was no great process, but 30 years ago I decided I wanted to find out more about jazz, jazz records, and I spotted this at a record fair. 30 pence. And that swung it. That swings it every time. What a purist for you sure, are. For sure. <laughs> I like the piano part. Two notes. That's my kind of playing. Well, as we said, the Johnny Dankworth Orchestra backing. They have a very distinctive way of coming in together to pick it up after a break. Mm, I expect coming in together was part of the job. <laughs> But it's marvellous when something's handled light and quick. It makes you light and quick, not all heavy. Energised. Yes, especially that toodle-oodle-oodle. Toodle-oodle-oodle. I knew you'd like that. Count Basie next. Yes, piano player, organist, band leader, and well known for his relaxed approach. We're going to play The Kid from Redbank. And as that's Count Basie's hometown... I'd like to think it's all about him. from Red Bank. I love that piano note that repeats. It really digs into you. 
piano that sounds like it's played with one finger, it's underrated. Harpo used to do it. It wasn't so wonderful then. Was he a Marx brother? Was he a Marx brother? He was related to Karl Marx. But not as accomplished as Count Basie. Not much. <laughs> I'm going to spring something on you here. Uh-uh. You appeared on Radio 4's Desert Island Discs in 1967. Mm -hmm. You said your favourite book was Cold Comfort Farm by Stella Gibbons. Ah, oh, still is. Do you remember what you said your favourite luxury was? Oh, no. Goodness, no. <laughs> oh, dear. No, it's innocent. Mm -hmm. You said it was French silk-lined gloves. Not any old silk. Had to be French. Uh, oh, a luxury to take to the desert island. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gloves. Well, when I was starting out, you see, early days, I was working with this very established older actress, and she had the most beautiful gloves. They cost a fortune. And I just thought, well, you never know. One day, perhaps I'll be very successful, and I would too. <laughs> In your choices of music, you included some jazz tracks, Stan Getz, Cleo Lane, but you said your favourite was this next one, Long, Long Summer by Dizzy Gillespie. Oh, I've not heard it in years. Well, here it is. You're listening to Fenella and Simon's Jazz on a Summer's Day. And that was Long, Long Summer by Dizzy Gillespie. 
Did you enjoy it? Wonderful. Oh, he is good, isn't he? Well, I was surprised when I realised it was live. It's so tight. Some of those changes, very complicated. It's from a live LP, Dizzy Gillespie, Jazz at the Riviera. Ah, we have a well-known piano player next. Ah, yes. Dave Brubeck with his most famous recording, Take Five. Just lovely. Oh, imagine being able to play like that. Oh. Dave Brubeck, take five. Do you remember the first time you heard it? Well, yes, I do. Uh-huh. I was living in Adams Row, so it has to be, yes, it has to have been when I was in that floor show, the Casanova in Brook Street. That was the late night show, after you'd dashed back from performing in Windsor. Yes. I was acting in this restoration play there every night before dashing back to London to do the floor show. That's when I first heard this, David Brubeck's sound. It was a huge changeover of one kind of jazz to another. 
much smaller. Smaller? So so not a big band? Weenie, MJQ. Huh? Modern jazz quartet. Ah. It was... Well, it was more close up. It was like being in the same small room with them. So the type of venue changed and the whole image of jazz. When I think of British jazz, I think of Soho. Of course. Famous places, Ronnie Scott's. And then there was that pizza place in Dean Street, run by Peter Boiso. Hmm. Oh, he had the most wonderful people, like Blossom Deary. He used to have this fabulous number called I'm Hip. <laughs> that were sending up the jazz fans. I'm hip. I'm in step. When it was hip to be hep, I was hep. In the middle, she'd say, Bobby Darid knew my friend. She was exceptional. She was very small and blonde, with this weeny little voice that was really wonderful. Well, that pizza place is still there, and Ronnie Scott's, so jazz is still in Soho. Mm, it's not all ice cream parlours. Although that's what we normally go there for. Ah, ice cream. That's the one thing better than jazz on a summer's day. <laughs> We can see a jazz influence on some of British film and TV in the late 50s, early 60s. All Night Long, Small World of Sammy Lee and Gurney Slade, a series with Anthony Newley that you have a scene in. Oh, yes. You do the voice for a cow. We watched it recently. <gasps> you know, recognising your own voice is very strange. And you didn't remember doing it? No, not at all. But I saw in the paper recently that I'd done it. <laughs> Let's have a listen. Are you looking for anyone? Uh, no one in particular. The dog said I could have a look around. I'm sorry, I didn't know you were having a party. Oh, it's not a party, worse luck. Just one of our usual get-togethers. It's a bit boring in the country sometimes. Don't you like living in the country, then? Oh, I adore it. Oh, by the way, terribly rude of me. I'm Caroline. Oh, how do you do? We're always having a get-together of some sort. You see, nothing very exciting ever happens, except when we go up to town. Do you get up to London often? Not enough, worse luck. Once a year for the agricultural show at Earl's Court. But then Mummy and Daddy are always in tow. Bad luck. There is some clover circulating, if you dare. No, no, thank you very much, all the same. I see. Hey, you haven't got the time on you, by any chance, have you? Time? It's 3.30. Jolly good. Only half an hour to go before that divine new cowherd takes us up for milking. Oh, you mean the young, well-built fellow? The girls think he's an absolute darling. The way they all fight to get into the milking sheds first is an absolute hoot. I thought the milking was all done by machinery these days. Not on this farm while I'm here, thank you very much. Don't you like the mechanical method, then? Well, really, I mean, I mean, use your common sense. I mean, how would you like your lactic glands to be stuffed into a vacuum cleaner? Now, that young man... Caroline! Oh, blast! It's Mummy. I shouldn't be seen talking, really, but, but you could come in. Um, no, thank you very much. I must be pushing on. Uh, why don't you pop in and see me if you're ever in town? I, I know a couple of places that are an absolute hoot. I might take you up on that. Good. Bye-bye.
Fenella Fielding and Anthony Newley in Gurney Slade. Great dialogue, and it's a very clever show. Oh, he was so brilliant, Tony Newley. There was no end to his creativity. He could sing jazz, he could sing straight. He wrote a wonderful musical, Stop the World, I Want to Get Off. And he did this wonderful review with Annie Ross that John Cranko wrote. And on top of it all, Tony was a very good actor. He did lots of movies. He died very young, though. Ah. A little earlier, you mentioned Blossom Deary. And due to the miracles of modern technology... I've been able to locate the song you mentioned. <laughs> Good heavens. <laughs> Let's squeeze it in. Oh, I'm hip. I'm hip. I'm no square. I'm alert. I'm awake. I'm aware. I am always on the scene. Making the rounds. Digging the sound. Playboy magazine, cause I'm hip. I dig, I'm in step. When it was hip to be hip, I was hip. I don't blow, but I'm a fan. Look at me swing, ring a ding ding. I even call my girlfriend, man, I'm so hip. Every Saturday night, with my suit buttoned tight and my suede's on, I'm getting my kicks. Watching arty French flicks with my shades on I'm too much, I'm a gas I am anything but middle class When I hang around the band Popping my thumbs, digging the drums Squares don't seem to understand why I flip They're not hip, like I'm hip Of every trend Look at me go Vodiodo Bobby Darren knows my friend I'm so hip I'm hip But not weird Like you notice I don't wear a beard Beards were in But now they're out They had their day Now they're passe Just ask me if you're in doubt Cause I'm hip Now whatever the fads Whatever the ads say, it's Neatsville I'll be keeping abreast Out in front of the rest with Elitesville Cause I'm cool as a cuke I'm a cat, I'm a card, I'm a kook I get so much out of life Really I do, scuba-doo-boo One more time, play Mac the Knife Let her rip, I may flip, but I'm hip Blossom Deary, I'm hip. The lyrics came flooding back to you. Yes, <laughs> and it's amazing. That was recorded live at Ronnie Scott's in Soho. A slightly more tenuous Soho connection. The LP, we're hearing this next track from, I bought in Soho. Good heavens. <laughs> Quite a good connection. Well, I thought so. Eddie Jefferson. Mercy, mercy, mercy. 
Eddie Jefferson, mercy, mercy, mercy. I like that. Very first off, you know, I thought it was a woman. But now he's asserted himself. <laughs> yes. At the end of the first chorus, there's a vast space and in it drops a single piano note that resonates and fills the space. And that single piano note is called ping. That's a real thing. I don't know. <laughs> Well, if I was working on something with somebody and that's what was needed, that's how I describe it. And I thought a ping was a thing. Not that you'd find in a musical dictionary. <laughs> One of my favourites... We've gone into like a rhythm here. <laughs> One of my favourites next. Beautifully simple. Well, you like your jazz simple, don't you? I do. I'm not so keen on the intellectual, hallowed approach. I like the very emotional and the light... When it strikes the right note, and for me, this next one... Does strike the right note. It does strike the right note, exactly. It's Jessie Price. 
I ain't mad at you. Jesse Price, I ain't mad at you. Oh, it's like Fats Waller, isn't it? In his your feet's too big kind of mood. It's lovely, very larky. I like the piano jumping. Well, in that case, you would love Fats Waller. Ah, I'll investigate. Now, here's somebody we'd both heard of, but we didn't know it. I said I couldn't remember the name of the singer, but I had a song in mind that was very funny about a piece of cheese and a mouse. You said if we're going to include something humorous, we should have Annie Ross. And it turns out that your song was by Annie Ross anyway. And it wasn't just any piece of cheese. It was Gorgonzola. Knowing it's Gorgonzola does make all the difference. And you know Annie Ross. Well, yes, I used to know her yonks ago. We knew lots of the same people, so our paths often crossed. Mm. I saw her first in Cranks, that review with Tony Newley before it went to America. Now, these days, she's like a jazz icon. 
She lives in New York and people worship her. Ah. This is Jackie by Lambert, Hendricks and Ross. I sat when? one night Where? right in the middle of my glass of Coca-Cola. That's so. I thought how what? I now what? get to some biscuits and a slice of gorgonzola. Oh, oh. I then felt what? a twitch which? which seemed to come from something under my ear. Here, here. I wondered yeah. if I yeah. was high or if it was a mere hallucination. Maybe. I turned around but and found what? something I thought was merely my imagination. Maybe. On my blouse, mouse. a mouse, mouse sat there and this is what I started to hear. If you want to hear the story of a mouse in all this glory, then I'll tell you all about the time I was kicking with a band. And all the cats thought I was really the end. They also stand around to hear the sound that was coming from a crazy little creature who was standing on the bandstand. That was me. I should have done the press. I thought that he was real cool. And when the president was swinging, I would feel so high. I thought that I'd fly out the window crazy. He really wasn't when he'd open up with Mr. Lester Leaps while I'd leap right with him. I dug this, dug bird, I dug Miles Wardell. So can you just imagine what kind of a band it was? We'd feel right just swinging on I was caught up here in the idiom Things to come and I was renowned As a mouse with me sound That was cute, but the boot was the loot Which was really nothing but the lowest But we thought the things were cool like that And then they fell flat When the agent came and told us We would have to change our style They wouldn't pay a mouse scale nowhere I decided that I couldn't take the sacrifice I'd have to make So I just climbed into my hole And dug the scene from there I sat when? one night Where? right in the middle of a glass of Coca-Cola. That's so. I thought how what? I now what? get to some biscuits and a slice of Gorgonzola. Oh, oh. I then felt what? a twitch, twitch which seemed to come from something under my ear. Here, here. I wondered yeah. if I yeah. was high or if it was a mere hallucination. Maybe. I turned round what? and found what? something I thought was merely my imagination. Maybe. On my blouse, blouse. a mouse, mouse sat there. What? Jackie by Lambert, Hendricks and Ross. I love it. Oh, she's brilliant. You know, it's marvellous that she started like this and now she's in Manhattan, this great jazz madam on a throne. It's fabulous because she does with words what people did do with instruments. That's accomplished. Mm. And she has a phone next to that throne, so we gave her a call. This is Annie Ross speaking to us from New York. Well, it's through a saxophone solo, and uh, I wrote words to it, and it's about a mouse. The great words. I mean, to actually choose Gorgonzola. Well, it rhymed. <laughs> Coca-Cola, Gorgonzola. That was a bit of a coup. Thank you, Annie Ross. Next, we've got Lester Young with I Never Knew. <laughs> Thank you. 
Lester Young, I never knew. My friend John Hine named his cat Lester after him. <laughs> oh, he is good. Oh, it's so definite, that piano. They play like they really like each other. There's a great little drum break in it. Yeah, dead accurate. Made me think of Fred Astaire. Doing a little leap. Yes, he could do all that. Another track that's jumping from Louis Jordan. Five guys named Mo. I saw the show of this with Clark Peters in it. Ah, I bet it was just an excuse for feel-good music. Pretty much. The very affable-sounding Louis Jordan with five guys named Mo. I want to tell you a story from way back. Truck on down and dig me, Jack. There's Big Mo. Little Mo. Four-eyed Mo. No Mo. Look at brother. Who's the greatest band around? Makes the cats jump up and down. Who's the talk of rhythm town? Five guys named Mo. When they start to beat it out, everybody jump and shout. Tell me, who do the critics rave about? Five guys named Mo. They came out of nowhere, and that don't mean a thing. They rate high, and you'll know why when you hear them swing. High brow, low brow, all agree, they're the best in harmony. I'm telling you folks, you really ought to see five guys named Mo. Jordan, five guys named Mo. You laughed when you heard the harmonies at the end of the chorus. Well, they're lovely, strong and quick. Quick, makes you feel happy. You can do anything. You know, I wonder if it would drive you insane if you actually wanted to feel sad. 
you'd call out, oh, you're so insensitive, why don't you leave me be? They just know what's what, don't they? Mm. Makes you feel you could do it yourself, doesn't it? Oh, it's gorgeous. Love it. We're at the end of the show. Yes, it's that time. You've been listening to Fenella and Simon's jazz on a hot summer's day. We've played you some of our favourite jazz songs from the 40s to the 60s. Golden age of jazz. That's true, when singers and players seem to be at their best. We'll be back later in the year. What, with? I don't know, maybe music from film soundtracks. Ah. Hmm. In the meantime, you can hear previous shows from a link on Fenella's website. Just go to fenellafielding.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>